What is going on, everybody? It has been a long time since I've done an actual episode on this podcast. Um, I know I mentioned on our other podcast, Spooky Cinema, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it on here too, but after Eric's dad passed away earlier this year, he's not really been in a talking mood. So from episodes from here on out, it's going to be me for a while. Um, whenever he's comfortable, he'll come back, but there's no rush. We're not pressuring him. So it's just going to be me for a bit, but I just kind of wanted to get that out of the way. And yeah, let's talk crime. So today I thought I would talk about an unsolved missing persons case. Um, her name is Paige Renkowski, and she was from Michigan. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of her case, but I thought I would highlight a case that was still open and actually just had a recent update. So let's get started talking about Paige. She was born February 2nd, 1960. Um, she was from, I might butcher this, Okimas, Michigan. Sounds like a good, um, pronunciation of that town. I'm not really sure. And, um, when she grew up, she was a substitute substitute school teacher, and she went missing on May 24th, 1990. Her disappearance is actually one of Michigan's longest-running cold cases, um, which is pretty interesting. And I don't really know that we've really talked about Michigan, so that's kind of interesting um, to hear. So on May 24th, 1990, at around 11.30 a.m., she drove her mother to the Detroit airport and then visited a friend in Canton, Michigan. Um, she stayed there for a little bit and she was seen again around 2.30 at a store that has since closed down that was off of the interstate um, 275 in Canton. She bought beer that was later found in her car. Um, the store clerk remembered seeing her because she was wearing a distinctive multicolored loose-fitting flower pattern pants and a distinctive necklace. So, of course, in the um, 90s, everything was bright and colorful, so you would definitely remember someone's outfit like that. So, when she went missing... She was on Interstate 96 near Fowlerville. Um, she was seen on the shoulder of that interstate talking to two African-American men who were standing next to a maroon-colored minivan. Witnesses saw her and said that she seemed like she was upset, and it seemed like one of the men was, like, comforting her, putting his hand on her shoulder, kind of standing a little close to her, and nothing seemed really suspicious, like maybe they thought she had a flat tire or ran out of gas or something, and they were saying, like, oh, it's okay, you know, don't worry about it, everything will be fine. Um, so passerbys didn't think anything of it and kept on going. Hours later, though, her car, which was a 1986 Oldsmobile Cutlass, Cutlass? I don't know how to say that, Cutlass, Calessis, I'm not sure, um, was still found idling on the side of the interstate with her shoes and her purse inside. Many people say that she was driving west on I-96, and one person said they might have seen her at a rest stop kiosk. Um, other people, including truck drivers, reported seeing a blonde-haired woman matching her description and said that they may have passed her when she was driving her vehicle, but they weren't sure. Um, they said that she was wearing a silk shirt with a long beaded necklace and silk pattern slacks. 
Um, so that was not the same description as earlier. Um, I feel like they would have definitely described her crazy outfit colors if they would have seen that um, because that's a pretty distinct thing to discuss, I think. Um, so, like I said, her car was found idling on the side of the road. Investigators found her car, but it was not processed as a crime scene because at the time it was considered just an abandoned vehicle. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Of course, people were confused about that. Are you sure? We saw her with other people. What happened? Um, the car was undamaged and the door was locked. So they just thought, yeah, maybe she abandoned it and went with whoever she was with. The vehicle did end up being towed and, um, it was later just taken away. That way it wasn't sitting on the side of the road anymore. People did see her. They said that they saw her around six and they didn't respond or excuse me, saw her around three, but officers didn't respond to the scene until 6 p.m. Then they had learned she was in fact missing and the car was not abandoned as they originally thought. So when they were checking the vehicle out, they found fingerprints and palm prints, but they did not identify anyone in the enforcement database. And she was also engaged to be married at the time. So they might have wondered if maybe it was um, her fiance's handprints and fingerprints as well. Um, but they said that she also didn't have any issues with her fiance at the time. So he was never considered a suspect. Um, he was actually very quickly ruled out as a suspect at the time. Um, to discuss a little more about what she was wearing. They said it was a white silk v-neck blouse or sweater that was worn backwards, baggy black silk pants with multicolored flower pattern, a long necklace with green and gold beads, and a matching green and gold earrings. Um, they also had a photo of her in that outfit posted with the case summary. Um, she had blonde hair and blue eyes. She also had a surgical scar on her right leg, a long surgical scar on the inside of her right arm, and a scar on the right elbow. She had two surgical screws inserted into her left knee, and her right knee had been in, uh, replaced. So there was also some very distinguishing things about her if people were ever going to spot her. Um, so for a long time, this case went cold. They didn't find anything, didn't know anything. In 2009, they did tell reporters um, that they had a list of six potential suspects, one of whom had actually been murdered in Detroit in 1999, and they never released his name. But they did say that he did have a burgundy minivan, similar to the one witnesses reported seeing Paige near um, when she disappeared. So again, they never said anything. Um, and in 2011, they began searching a pond in Handy Township, which is in um, a civil township of Livingston County in Michigan. There's a population of about 8,000 at the time of a 2010 census. So probably about the same amount of people that were there in 2011. Um, they also began to dig in operations um, in search of her remains, and they brought in cadaver dogs that identified a site a week before the dig started. They went to the property after reviewing a 1990 case file, which included a hand-drawn map indicating her remains were buried there. 
but nothing ever came of that. They did rule her case a homicide, even though her body has never been found and no one has been charged in her disappearance or death. They are um, in Michigan. They have a Michigan Crime Stoppers that is offering a cash reward for information about her. And um, as of 2019, cold case investigators in Livingston County were still continuing to work on the case. But in 1990, workers began um, putting up billboards featuring her face and her information. They also did that in 2013 with other two other missing women. Um, in 2018, they did do a memorial service for her and her mother who died in 2017. But there has not been any information as of late. Um, there was an article in 2000. 2003, so this year, uh, May 24th, um, it has been over 30 years since she had went missing, and they said she just vanished, but they are hoping to bring new efforts to investigate the case of Paige and her disappearance. Um, they said they see a number of cold cases, and this being one of them, but this is one of those elusive, mysterious ones, because unlike other cold cases, there's really no evidence involved in this case at all. He hopes to offer the Ranowski family a sense of justice and clarity, but there is no information on what, if they've found anything, if they've uncovered anything at all. Paige, pretty much, they just think she up and vanished. Um, now in April of this year, um, they did update the Crime Stoppers of Michigan saying that they are looking for more information that could help locate Paige and they are asking to make an anonymous call at 1-800-SPEAK-UP to provide more information if you have it. So Crime Stoppers is still pulling all the stops and trying to solve her crime as well, which is wonderful. I think that it's good that they don't give up on cases like this. It's always interesting to me to read cases like this because when they don't know anything, I can't imagine trying to figure out what to do, where to start, where to go from, from anywhere. I did see something else that said there may also have been a third man um, with them on the side of the road, but it wasn't confirmed. Just some people say they saw two men. Some people say they saw three men. So they really don't even know exactly the number of men that were there. They did have sketches of these men. Um, two of them look the same in both sketches, but one of them look vastly different so I'm not really sure what happened there um to me that was a little strange so maybe they thought they saw somebody maybe there was somebody I'm not really sure um they also said that prior to her disappearance she deposited a large sum of money into her bank account the amount was unknown and has remained unused but she did not have any travel plans so she wouldn't have been using that money to go anywhere. So I'm still not sure where they're going to go from here, if they will solve this case. It is very interesting to me when people just vanish. Um, because where did they go? What do you do? I, I, how do you, how do you begin to find clues 
for something like this. Um, of course, you wish it was super easy for that to happen and you want it to be super easy for them to find clues about this case, but I'm not sure how they would do that. So it's very interesting. And like I said, if you have any information on Paige, they do have the Crime Stoppers of Michigan um, still looking for information. So please call it if you know something. Other than that, um, this has been a short episode. I will come back with longer episodes later. But yeah, for now, we will scare you later and enjoy.